Hey, thanks for joining us for the Lisa Dent Show. Mary's here, Steve, Kevin, and on the phone is Michael Hawthorne. Michael is a Chicago Tribune reporter. He focuses on the environment and public health, and I was intrigued by your article about the three Chicago-area oil refineries that dump toxic chemicals into Lake Michigan. That's that's not news. I think people are well aware of that, but they've now been named among the worst polluters in the entire country. What refineries are we talking about, Michael? Well, there's the BP refinery in Whiting, Indiana, just uh, south of the uh, of the Chicago border that discharges pollution directly into Lake Michigan. And then you've got the Joliet uh, ExxonMobil refinery. They, they discharge into the Des Plaines River, and that pollution heads toward the Illinois River and down to the Gulf of Mexico and after, after the Illinois River meets the Mississippi. And then you've also got the uh, Sitco refinery in Lamont that's a little bit farther upstream on the Des Plaines River. So at least those two aren't discharging into Lake Michigan, our source of drinking water for 7 million people in, in the Chicago area. But um, but the BP refinery does. It's about eight miles away. The discharge into the lake is about eight miles away from one of the city of Chicago's drinking water intake cribs that you can see when you're driving down Lakeshore Drive. And um, the, the, the point of this new analysis from a group called the Environmental Integrity Project is that when the when the Congress passed the Clean Water Act in 1972, the idea was by the uh, early 1980s, all of the all of the um, nation's rivers and lakes should be what they call what the Congress called fishable and swimmable. And you know, this was in the time you know just a few years earlier, you know, places like the Cuyahoga River in, in Cleveland you know, caught on fire. You could see pollution, you know, just dumping into the Fox River and into the Great Lakes. And so, you know, the outcry from Americans was so great that ultimately a bipartisan group of, of members of Congress and then uh, over a, a veto of President then, then President Nixon, the Clean Water Act was, was, was enacted. But now about half of the nation's rivers and lakes are not compliant with the Clean Water Act. They're not, as the law says, fishable and swimmable. And Refineries in certain parts of the country, of you know, the Midwest, the Gulf Coast, Louisiana, Texas, and California, uh, refineries are among the biggest polluters. And 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 there were there's another provision in the Clean Water Act that was kind of the point of this particular report is that every few years the U.S. EPA is supposed to look at you know. Uh, improvements in water treatment technology and the science about what is in water, what is in pollution that can harm us and can harm fish and wildlife. And then they're supposed to make the standards tighter. They haven't done that. So for refineries, the last time uh, refinery uh, pollution limits were uh, upgraded or changed, Ronald Reagan was president. It was 1985. Mm. And do you know how many people and live in our area that live among these refineries or on waterways where they're dumping? Well, I mean, just think about it, how far the Des Plaines River goes down. And, and then also think about it on the southeast side of Chicago and then also northwest Indiana. You know, they are mostly low-income communities, uh, you know, the heavy industrialized southwest shore of Lake Michigan. You've got Gary, you've got East Chicago, you've got the southeast side of the city of Chicago, and and there's a disproportionate effect of air pollution and water pollution in those areas. And, you know, beaches are supposed to be safe for swimming. You've got uh, surfers uh, in the Great Lakes, the southern end of Great uh, of Lake Michigan, 
in the winter especially is great for surfing, really big waves. And you have surfers saying that they're swimming in this gross-looking water that smells alternately like petroleum or used, you know, a used ashtray. And they report you know, coming out of the water and suffering from gastrointestinal distress and, and uh, rashes and urine, urinary tract infections. And as, as one uh, surfer who, who runs a local chapter of a group called Surfrider told me that, you know, people always wonder, like, what? why the heck would you surf in this water? And, and, and their response is, hey, we surf in it, but you drink this water, so you should care just as much as we do. Yeah, but they, I just, yeah, it is, uh, it's an interesting article. I always appreciate you focusing on this. Do you see any hope in sight for a cleanup or at least stronger regulations and, you know, a stop to the relaxation of regulations? Yeah, especially with the Great Lakes. I mean, the, the idea when, 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 when the Clean Water Act was passed around that same time, there were some other rules and regulations and laws enacted. The idea was especially in the Great Lakes which is the source of drinking water for you know 20 million people in the U.S. and Canada, that the pollution standards should never you know, get weaker. They should always be getting tougher as technology improves. But uh, you might remember back in 2007, I reported that the state of Indiana was getting ready to relax the pollution limits on the BP refinery, which is the largest refinery in the Midwest. And at the time, I think it was the fifth largest in the entire right. country. And, and you know, that would have allowed BP to dump more uh, suspended solids, which are tiny little particles of sewage sludge, and mercury, which gets into fish, and then, you know, we eat the fish, and it, it causes brain damage, especially in fetuses and, and in pregnant, you know, for, it's dangerous to pregnant women. Right. And then ammonia, which causes uh, algae blooms. It's not necessarily a big problem on our side of the lake, but algae is a big problem in, in the Great Lakes especially Lake Erie, which is much more shallow than, than Lake Michigan. And there, the outcry about that, about the state of Indiana wanting to do that, was was so great. You had, you know, Ben Mayor Daly, you had the rock band Pearl Jam, you know, all of these people coming down on BP, and eventually they backed down. But they still dump a heck of a lot of pollution into Lake Michigan. And another analysis that I did back in 2007, the pollution that legally is discharged is actually some of the most dangerous pollution in all of America. In, in That's terms of what water all pollution. of us are worried about. We're, 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 you know, everybody's concerned about it, but until it comes back up, you know, as a topic of conversation, people forget about it. Michael, I appreciate your reporting. I hope you'll come back again. We encourage everyone to check out his his article. You'll be able to hear this podcast on WGNRadio.com, or you can see his on the Chicago Trib site. Uh, coming up next, Steve's News from 720 WGN. Lisa Dent, WGN.